0: Hello, TV junkies. Priga Heelan is an actor whose credits include Cougar Town, Ground Floor, Love, and Great News. The latter is bringing her to Austin for the ATX Television Festival for a script reading with her fellow cast and crew and a retrospective conversation about the show to follow. That is this Saturday, June 4th at 1 p.m. Central Time. To find out more info and purchase festival tickets, go to ATXFestival.com. Riga, thank you so much for the time. How are you doing today?
1: Absolutely. You know, all things considered, I'm doing. I'm doing well. Doing great, well.
0: Great to hear. So it was exciting to see you and uh, some of your former great news cohorts getting together for this year's ATX TV Festival. Uh, just I how know. excited are you to get to talk about this again and uh, do so in a great place like Austin?
1: I, I'm, I'm embarrassed at how excited I am. I was absolutely obsessed with these people and i'm so excited that that um you know we will we will miss our whole cast but the fact that i even just get to be dicking around in a room with some of them is like i'm so excited i'm so excited
0: that's great and uh i was somebody who watched the show for the couple seasons that it was on nbc uh bummed close to the point of tears you might say uh, whenever it was canceled but that's how these things go sometimes
1: that's what now, i like i like to think of people weeping if, if 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 people cried then you know i feel like it's all okay i'll
0: try and work some ready. tears up before the end <laughs> of this interview but the, one of the reasons i love that show is because it was funny it was witty but it also had a lot of heart too what did you cherish so much about that time of getting to work on that show
1: Oh my goodness. It was, it was one of the most special times of my life. First, I think being, you know, getting to play opposite Miss Andrea Martin was, um, was just an unbelievable in terms of just me getting to learn, just watch somebody and learn um, was one of the greatest experiences of my life. My family idolized John Michael Higgins. (laughs) So the fact that I got to, you know, one of of my favorite days was when I got to stand like two inches from Michael's face and we had to straight face talk about like a bat flying out of something's anus or something. And I was like, this is it, I'm peeking, I'm peeking, I'm talking about bats flying out of anuses with John Michael Higgins.
0: How many takes did that require?
1: I don't know if we got it. No. um
0: well done well done
1: (laughs) but i just it took forever and i remember being like i never want this to end yeah
0: Oh, that's hilarious. So uh, you guys are doing a script reading and then also a retrospective on this. But as I found out from speaking with your former co-star, Adam, yesterday, uh, you guys have kept in some sort of contact. Uh, just Did you get a bunch of good relationships, or at least uh, he did? Did you get a bunch of good relationships from this experience as well people that you're still keeping in contact with five years later? Absolutely.
1: What if I was like, oh, wow, that's weird. Um, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> No, Adam knows that I mostly care about how his child and his wife are doing, but I do. I do also care about Adam. Um, yes, absolutely. Like I, you know, I have seen Michael many times. I've bothered. I bother Michael a lot about things, and um, yeah, just it, it's kind of just that knowing that um, I. I would never hesitate to reach out to anyone in that group, and I and, and just and really check in and try and get together. It all just feels, it feels like it will always be that level of comfort and ease and familiarity. And and um it was the it was the most relaxed group of people I've sort of ever worked with. I mean, I think I've been really spoiled in that I've gotten to work with really wonderful, truly kind groups of people. But there was just something about the ease of that. And it was cool because we were mostly um a lot of people had kids and a lot of people were new parents or, you know, seasoned vets at being parents. So there was sort of this, also this safety of like, we really also knew that we were all, um, we had, we had a lot that we connected with outside of just acting. And there was a lot of like really wonderful perspective shared amongst that group. And also just the funniest, I don't know if we can swear, but the funniest mother ever that I've ever gotten to be around michael would have us do he he kind of um teaches acapella and all these all these jobs that he does he he has he sort of breaks you off into harmonies and whatever and we took it so seriously that uh because we were like wow we're really good like is this what we should be doing and then i remember there was a day where they couldn't this is horrible because it's so it's so like saying it, it's just wildly unprofessional and i'm like how how did that happen to four adults, like being paid to make a television show. But there was one day where they couldn't find us because we had tried to get some really good acoustics. And we wound up in like, I guess we thought we had a long time or something. And we were in like a closet, some weird shed part of like the, sh- the shop with a bunch of tools in the dark, just singing four part harmony. And they were like, you guys, what are you doing like this isn't your career get go to work like what are you doing but I think that was the thing is we just could get so lost with one another in in all of these different ways that uh yeah it was just the best so I I plan on always keeping touch in touch with this group of people
0: I feel like there needs to be an acapella performance um, on stage at ATX Television Festival this Saturday.
1: I mean, sadly, like, I don't know if we have enough, I don't know if we have enough of us. And wouldn't that be horrible if we forced, like, guest cast members into doing, can you even imagine?
0: Oh, that would be awful, awfully, <laughs> uh, awfully entertaining. Yes, please do that. <laughs> please do that. Yeah. So you said that you, uh, you learned from getting to act across uh, s- several different legends on this show. Obviously, Michael, uh, that was an amazing experience uh, for you. But going back a couple of answers, you did talk about uh, uh, doing lines with Andrea, who is obviously a legend in her own right. What was the biggest thing that you learned from her?
1: Andrea and I, you know, we had the biggest thing. The biggest thing that I learned from her is... Um, don't let like, she asked all the questions, you know? Mm. She never she never had to play it cool about like, about anything. It was always like, I don't understand that joke. What is that? What, what is this? Or, oh, I don't think it's that. Am I, is, the, you know, is my interpretation of this correct? I think I want to do that. Like she just, she just was really uninhibited. She took the work really seriously and also was completely unafraid to, ask questions you know and her when she takes a big swing it's it is the biggest swing you've ever seen you know and that's so much fun to be around to have somebody who's setting the bar so high in terms of like hey here are the parameters of like when you go for it you can really go for it like she's gonna run across a room and what she's gonna do is try and trip over you know a file cabinet and then roll over and then arrive at her spot and then arrive at her mark you know and it's like that's absolutely it that's absolutely it is just take every big swing that you can and then if you don't if you don't get something especially as you know as a younger actor trying to get things right and prove things and da 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 it's like just ask questions if you don't if you don't know just ask
0: well, it's so important also in our growth as professionals and human beings to take those risks, to step out of our comfort zone and to make sure that, although I'm saying a bunch of cliches right now, give our all in a given situation, because even if you fail, you are obviously going to learn something to the best of us, uh, try and learn something in the process where we don't make that same mistake again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. She, How much I was able to sort of let go and loosen up over the process of that show Um, Just from getting to be around her and also feel trusted by someone of her trusted and understood as a person and an artist by someone of her caliber was like a really big gift.
0: No doubt about that. Now, you uh, are somebody who has been funny for a long time in your own right. It did not begin with great news. Uh, plenty of people love you in Cougar Town. I didn't see you on Cougar Town, but I did see you on the wonderful Netflix show, Love. You obviously have a good sense of humor about you as well. Where did you get your uh, funny bone from? Was it uh, maybe a family member growing up, or was there uh, somebody that you watched on television that really influenced you in that regard?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, my parents, we, we just sort of had, I suppose humor was our love language. I don't suppose, Mm. I know that, you know? Uh, So, so yeah, I think just my family and just constant room for, for play and just being ridiculous and finding, pointing out what was, you know, yeah, we, we ripped each other a lot. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I would really credit, I would credit it to, my family and then also I just you know I did a lot of theater growing up and stuff and so sort of getting to be loud and big and take up space and be goofy and and all of that stuff I, I found I got to constantly be in an environment where um, I was playing with that and exploring that and enjoying just hilarious people I, I've never had a chapter of my life where I wasn't kind of surrounded by people that make me crack up so
0: oh that's awesome Just
1: osmosis i guess
0: so you and i uh, both uh, share a common quality we both have five-year-old kids at home i have a son you have a daughter adam has a five-year-old i've also got the seven-year-old in the fray uh, lots of kids running around yeah. can you see the early signs of your daughter uh, adopting you and i'm assuming your husband's uh sense sense of humor even though they are still trying to get that that basic grasp on the human language
1: yeah. I, God, I really can. It's wild. It's wild. And I don't, and I have to really check the. I'm sure you relate to this. I'm sure every parent does. It's like, the only thing I know is like feelings and performing. So naturally I'm like, I, I, oh, it'd be great if she did that because otherwise I have nothing to offer. <laughs> um, but you know, when the reality is it's like, I don't I don't actually care what she does. I just want to give her like an open pl- I want her to believe she could yeah. she can do anything, obviously. Um, so then you know, I just have to really check myself when I see those moments of like, you know, my husband Renee, who's the funniest person I've ever met, and I'll just be like, She just she just did three she knows it comes in threes she she upped the stakes every time she did that joke did you hear that are you hearing the voices she's doing you know like I it's just um it's thrilling it's thrilling she really um she has a wonderful ear and I think she can really recognize pattern and like games and she loves language so playing with language is it all seems to come very naturally to her because she's such a good Listener. I think most kids are really good listeners, actually.
0: Yeah. They're fun- <laughs> sponges for information. And sadly, yeah. uh, we're in a, a situation in 2022 where it's very easy to stick your kid in front of a screen just to kind of yeah. help occupy time and let you be a, an adult for a little bit. Those mm-hmm. conversations are enormous, though.
1: Enormous. Enormous. Yeah. Just um like, qu- I mean, quality playtime. What I try and remind myself is like, even if it's however long or short it is every day, just time that you are utterly there with them and you're nowhere else and you're not looking at something else and you're not trying to get something else done, but you're just there with them connecting to some sort of play, you know, is, I don't know, that's trying, that's kind of, um, the bar that I like to try and set for myself, you know, is just every day in some way you're really there and you're really playing, you know,
0: it's a great thing to do. I just read this book called Raising Critical Thinkers by a woman named Julie Bogart. And uh, one of the cool takeaways that I had from that was uh, something that she adopted in her own family. She had a large family. I forget uh, how many people, but they're all, they've all gone on to do great things and they've, they remained, inquisitive teenagers and adults just like all kids are and one of the big things she liked to do was something called the great wall of questions where maybe you don't have time to go in depth on a question that's being asked by a kid but you like write it down in your phone or write it down on a piece of paper and at a certain point during the week at the dinner table you like go down the list a- answering the the basic question and then looking more big picture with whatever the topic was, Whoa. That was- yeah so wow it- that's
1: Thank you for telling me that. That's a that is pretty brilliant. Cause that yeah. feeling of like, whoa, my kid, I don't know about your kids, but like my daughter tends to ask, you know, big questions and is super curious in the five minutes before she's falling asleep.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And you're
1: like, wow, can't can't answer that right now, but we will, you know, or or you do or whatever. Um, where do people go when
0: they die, mommy?
1: Yeah. And you're like. <laughs> And now we can go, okay, and we add it to the great wall of questions. And then in the in the daytime, when I have brain cells, we talk about this. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a beautiful idea.
0: So kids not only absorb the good conversation points, they may also absorb the bad conversation too. Unfortunately, I do have a foul mouth. By the way, you can cuss if you need to, because my kids, I've heard them both say fuck more than once in their lives. And it was happening sooner than just last month. So, uh, <laughs> if y'all, uh, use the occasional cuss around the house, have you actually heard one of those out of her yet?
1: Uh, we haven't heard a biggie. No. What did she say? She, when she was like three, I think she, she, she did, she did a couple oh craps that were just mwah, like, Chef's kiss, hilarious, but you know, and then it's just impossible not to laugh, but we would just sort of, I think my goal is like not to try and get our kid to never swear, but to just be like, hey, I'm going to be really specific with you about the context in which like when you're at home, this is what you can say. When you are at there, you cannot say, you know, crap or whatever. And just, you know, try and postpone the F word as long as humanly possible. And then if the F word happens, we got to talk about
0: it. (laughs) Well, honestly, if she understands comedy, she is going to be saying the F word at some point, but you're right. It's all all about teaching the proper context. Like you can say certain things around us, you're cussing under your breath or something. If you say it at us, there's going to be a problem. And if you say it around any Certain people in your lives, teachers at school, like you said, grandma may not take too kindly of it, although grandma does understand context as well. So she might. You just have to understand your audience, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I do, I think we're raising a kid who will be prepared to understand when she can swear and when she cannot swear.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. So in looking at your IMDb, I had forgotten that. You were in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the season opener for season 10. And I actually went back and watched that episode last night. And you were amongst that lucky group of people who got to have awkward slash uh, explosive interactions with the man himself, Mm -hmm. Larry David. What was Mm -hmm. that like?
1: That was such a wild day of work. I mean, also getting to see how that show was shot was like rehearsed and shot was so different than anything I had seen before and to um, yeah it was so it was so cool I got really lucky you know Allison Jones who's just legendary casting director I got to do that because of her and um, yeah it was just it was incredible to watch something so established and so deeply comfortable for everybody and and I I, it, it was almost like a language that I didn't totally understand in terms of the way that it was shot because everyone was just contributing and the um yeah the flow of the camera and the blocking was all so sort of um loose it really felt like I m- my brain was really working because I was like "Ooh, this is definitely a new thing for me I haven't I haven't worked this way so I was just sort of trying to to um anticipate how to how to do it a little bit like there weren't super clear cues for like and now you're gonna enter or and you had to really feel out like oh okay it was a party scene you know so it was like oh okay so kind of when they pass through banana out in this scene through that door then maybe like two seconds later i kind of come in and i sort of go over to this guy it was all very sort of loose and free-flowing feeling and it was nice to have to just go hey Briga like trust that you're a human being who knows how to enter a room and mingle and that you'll end up where you need to be like how about how about you just how about you just trust that you know how to do that and that's always I I value that so much about acting in general is that you have to really have these moments where you like confront these seemingly very simple things within yourself these moments where you get to decide hey, am I going to come down really hard on myself right now? Or am I going to kind of be my own best friend and be my own cheerleader in however big or small of a moment it is? And, you know, whether you're the lead of the show or whether you're, you know, a co-star and you say two things, you are presented with these moments of just going, hey, what if I just be my own best friend and trust that I'll do this fine? And that if I don't, it will also be fine, (laughs) you know?
0: That's a great perspective on things. Clearly, Angela rubbed off on you based on what we talked about a little bit ago. And I got to say, we, uh, we speak with Jeff Schaefer on the radio show from time to time. He's obviously a very funny dude in his own right. And I knew that the conversation was loose on that show. I didn't realize that it was that loose though to where even cues were just kind of left to your own devices. But they only bring people aboard in roles like that because you did have that direct interaction with Larry David that they believe... Uh, can figure it out, and obviously you you did. So congratulations on that. Thank
1: you, thank you. Yeah, that was um, yeah, it was very cool to be in a group of people that they that they trusted that way. Totally.
0: Cool. Well, uh, Briga, thank you so much for the time today. Uh, This is a real pleasure. Like I said, I've been a fan of yours for a while. You uh, you crush it in love and have done so much else, by the way. Cougar Town, obviously, ground floor and great news, which you are going to be hanging out with some cast and crew members, going through a table read. There's also gonna be a bit of a retrospective after the fact. You, Adam, Michael's gonna be a part of things as well. I can't wait to check it out and I hope y'all have a blast on stage as well.
1: Thank you so much, Trey. I can't wait can't wait
0: thanks to gentleman jesus for the intro and outro music hear more of his work at gentlemanjesus.com and thanks to josh bates for the video editing hit him up on instagram if you have any video editing needs at Forger digital and thanks as always to you for checking us out you can watch listen learn and connect for free at booksonpod.com. for books on pod i'm trey elling good day